Welcome to Obscurity, part of the MB Machine Network. I am R. I have Midge. Yeah. And we have special guest, Beave. Woo! We're going to learn the other side of, of Beave today, so that's going to be an enjoyment. Not being inappropriate when you said that was so difficult. It definitely was. I'm going to let you know that right now. It definitely was. <laughs> we got... Uh, we got Midge struggling to wake up a little bit. <laughs> I'm I'm exhausted. It's been a long day. It sure has. I, I had my wife rolling over on me all night long. So then she'd heat me up. I would take the covers off and she'd roll away because now the covers are off. And then I would get cold because she's away from me. And then she'd roll back on me because I put the covers back and that's an invite to cuddle me again. I literally told her today, I texted her, I was like, you're not allowed to cuddle me. And she asked if we want a divorce now or later then. So... <laughs> I, I guess I'm going to have to deal with so, being force cuddled. So that would be why your phone's not working. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, anyways. I wish that was the case. <laughs> anyways, that's a little, that's way off topic. <laughs> but uh, actually, um, today's topic, I, I think last time we, we alluded to, I don't even recall what we alluded Dude, to. Dude, it's been two months. I, I know. I know. Somebody's uh, time frame in regards to these episodes is getting uh, kind of shallow. Um, we, we agree to, we agree to a schedule and we kind of have either work life or life. It's called life. Or we just straight up forget. Life's a board game. And, uh, <laughs> anyways, that is PG humor at its finest. I can switch it into dad mode. <laughs> You're not a dad. I know, but I know the mode. <laughs> so, uh. So I don't r- really recall the last uh, topic that we covered, I, but I do know that shortly after the the topic was done recording, you messaged me and you wanted to speak about supports, mm-hmm. uh, support, family support, the systems that, and the importance of the systems, as well as how video games kind of rope into that support system itself. Well, just because a few of our family members really do use video games to access their support network. Yeah. Because if I they agree. didn't, they would be hermits and never talk to anybody. Well, yeah, and, and I think it goes beyond just like uh, support. And when, I, when I'm talking about support, I think we're both alluding to issues of not Emotional, only- Emotional, monetary, right. all that stuff. Yeah. Like and support, as in this is someone you vet. care about. Yeah, you care about and you're like, hey, what do you need to make sure that you get what you need? Don't kill yourself. Right, like, right. And it does go kind of in into that area sometimes, right? Yeah, I know we've had that discussion, and uh, I believe one of uh, one of our friends. Um, I don't remember. I remember his gamer tag, uh, white guy, a uh, uh, plumber. Plumber. There you go. Yeah, I know uh, plumber. He was on uh, really early when I I got into Xbox. Him and his buddies would talk about some pretty in depth topics that I was like, this is kind of personal. Yeah, and I wasn't hundred percent certain of that, and so. Um, but it is kind of funny, the more comfortable you get with people, even outside of just close relatives, how that conversation just extends from set down, we're in a room together to the, the video games. And eventually, eventually some of that support groups, it's almost like an outreach, right? Yeah. Um, they use that time for yeah. that. It, there's been more times than not where we've been playing video games late at night and I'm tired and I get bored with the game and I just sit there and talk. Like I just chat away because someone's chatting. There's been plenty of times where uh, Tater, he'd be playing video games late at night. 
And we would literally stop playing around one thirty and just talk until about 3. And I'm like, I got to go, man. 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I do recall that a lot. But <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of good conversations with that. Uh, Beave here doesn't talk a whole lot. He's a very introverted individual. Right. Like, Are you being serious? Or? Dead serious. I mean- He never I... talks about anything serious at all. Most literally of... go to work and it's it's- Inappropriate words I can't say on here all day long. <laughs> and laughing. Yes. I, I mean, yes, I do laugh a lot. Uh, I do use explicitives. <laughs> explicitives. <laughs> Vulgar language. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, other than that, I I love to talk about politics. and That's a lie. Com- Don't lie on here. Complain. <laughs> I mean, for me, when I have when I have uh, any kind of is- issue that's that's like like to the core bothering me, the first person I t- bring it up to is my wife, and I think anybody that's in a marriage or a relationship, that's who they're going to go to. If that yeah. support, if that support is there, that is who you're going to go to. The second person, the second people that I go to is my close family. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the easiest form of communication for me, for my family is over Xbox. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, we, we, I, I almost want to say it's like an un, unspoken time, right? It's we camping, man. We set aside, we set aside an evening and it's like an hour or two, might be even be just 30 minutes or something. Uh-huh. But we at least have the interaction with each other where we can just hop on, hey, how's it going? Even if you haven't done anything all day and just something's really bothering you, let it out and the you you get that that discussion going. And mm-hmm. it's more than the hey, how's the weather? You know what I, I don't think we've ever talked about just weather on on pod I mean not done on a podcast, but on Xbox. Right. Not, ne- never. I don't remember a time where it's like, oh, weather's nice. Right. We, we don't say anything. Like if there's nothing to say, we don't just talk. I play with T Dog plenty of times where we just play in silence. Mm-hmm. It, it's just relaxing. And then if if we are in them conversations, if if Tater or T Dog or you or myself or or Beave uh, if you had better internet, LD, yeah, or <laughs> or, or Beave on the other side, if uh, all of these all these people are in a conversation that's actually meaningful, like I don't want to say meaningful because that's taken away from the the point of the conversation. But it, it's a serious topic that is concerning somebody's health, whether it be mental health, whether it be emotional health, whether it be physical health. If it's a serious topic on this, we tend to forego the entertainment of the games as much and focus more in on these these concerning aspects. What you thinking? Oh, I'm, I'm just nothing important. Keep going. <laughs> so, and when we do that, we develop a very terrible team. Well, we're, we might be like, there might be a party of like 16 on 16 and we take up eight slots. <laughs> we're going to lose the game. We're <laughs> well, going to yeah. let the rest of the team down because our conversation in our chat is more important than the score that we're getting. Well, it's been a long time now, but usually I use video games to socialize. It's not just to play games usually. Right. Like if I'm playing, if I'm online, I'm trying to find somebody to chat with because it's a way to just socialize. Whether it's to be about the video game or real life, it don't matter. I mean, that's when I do play games online, I do enjoy the social aspect the most. Like I've never really enjoyed single player games unless the story captures me and it's a good story to me, you know, Mm -hmm. 
then I would play by myself. But otherwise, I enjoyed multiplayer the most. It, yeah. So there's our five percent tax on those single player games. <laughs> so <laughs> had to be. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so so do you think that's a, a thing of convenience? That do you think that that's a thing that video games brought? Because I mean, land or I, I guess internet games isn't something new, really. And uh, well, uh, how what do you define as new? They only became, within the past ten years. They only became big in twenty years. Like so, twenty years ago, there wasn't internet gaming like there is now. No, but there was land games. Yeah, like people would take computers over to other people's houses and and land. My dad's together. cousin back in the nineties said he used to him and his brother would hook up their computers and play games. And before mm. that, it was yeah. tabletops, and before that, it was pen and paper. So in a in a way, games have always brought that socialization now to the level that we're talking today. I can't say that. I don't know because I was I wasn't there. Mm, I did went to a land party once, and all I wanted to do was beat people. <laughs> right. It was like a football game. I showed up to take names, man. Oh, I've, uh, I've at the one at the one kid's house mm -hmm. whose parent was a teacher. That kid, I guess. I mean, I, I only. Oh remember yeah, that one. That one where we went together. Oh yeah, yeah. I took names there. <laughs> I've done the same thing where I, I was invited to a LAN party and the object was we were, I, I, if I remember correctly, we were playing like Call of Duty 2. This is way back when. Oh, wow. Okay. And okay. it was the loser gave up the controller. Ooh. I'm like, well, I'm not giving this up. So, <laughs> you know, and, and so I just sat there and I was eating. So I was eating fries. I remember <laughs> stuffing my face with Wendy's French fries while I'm sat there playing this game. But that was before I developed. I developed that social aspect of, hey, I wanted to talk to these people okay. more than I cared about the video games, to well, be honest with you. Our little nephew is very social on video games. He has an Oculus, and I play with him occasionally. Oh, really? And yeah, he constantly invites kids I've never met, and he's never met in real life into the party. No kidding. Yeah. That's pretty I cool. I feel very odd. Well, yeah. yeah. Being a 32-year-old man <laughs> talking to a 10-year-old. Hey, kid. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know what's your name? <laughs> Okay, that's what I'm calling you. Yeah. Age, sex, location. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even ask that. Yeah, As a matter of fact, if I, if I say like, he, him, she, her, or whatever whatever it is, right. and it gets mad, I'm probably not so, going to talk with you anymore. So on this, just real quick, and, and we're, we're kind of going on a little tangent, but uh, I noticed the other day I, I did some updates to my Xbox because it's almost the weekend, and I want to get online, and I want to talk these social groups that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to these people. And I noticed one of the things for Xbox, it pops up and it says, the golden rule is treat others like you want to be treated. The platinum rule is treat others how they want to be treated. So don't say anything offensive in regards to gender or their sex or things of that nature. That's This is Xbox pushing this yeah. now. Now, but that's a big topic. Like that that's seriously a big topic in regards to everything outside of video games you know why that platinum rule doesn't work because certain Trolls. people be like treat me like i'm a god i was well, just about to say games. that yeah. yeah that's video games yeah no I'm, I mean, I'm serious like if that's if that's what they're gonna go by yeah, i want that's money my rule yeah. yeah i want money treat <laughs> you, me like i'm a poor man that needs your money give me your money right like, you like, have to worship me now yeah i would have <laughs> I, I would abuse the <laughs> of that but yeah i would abuse that like no other <laughs> yeah constantly no, you do not treat others how they want to be treated because people people are buttheads. Yes, very much so. Especially children. 
Very much so. Like you ever adolescence? Yeah, you ever get into a party with a ten year old? Like if you sneak into a room and you hear them talk to other ten year olds? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you, you think that we oh. curse on our main podcasting machine? Oh, listen to them. Right. Yeah. Well, they make me look like I'm a saint. Some of the, in my opinion, the most humorous videos I've seen is just a simple recording of an old Call of Duty uh, lobby. Mm-hmm. Before the game starts, and everybody's able to just game chat oh, with each my other. Goodness. It sounds like a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's yeah, like the it dregs of society are in right. this lobby together. <laughs> Racial slurs constantly. <laughs> well, actually, you bring a- up everything. You bring up a very good point because, and to rope this back into the the um, support and the team team aspect of it, and the concern for other people. Uh, recall the video a long time ago. I think it was World of Warcraft with Leroy the du- Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. My spirit they're animal. Like, they're all they're all talking about how to attack a, something. How to how to this do this elaborate plan. Yeah, and this guy's just like Leroy. <laughs> no. Fast forward to a couple years ago, and it's proven that that was a setup. But that's perfectly fine. It was still hilarious. I have a I have a personal story with this. So we were playing this game called the it was something Cthulhu. It's a really hard board game me my wife and a friend and we, we discussed the plan we were going to do we're like this is what we're going to do we're going to do it just like this this is our plan i didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> so i deviated from said plan and wiped our party in like 10 minutes my wife was mad <laughs> so mad and she's like why'd you do that that you made us lose no, it's, it's a board game <laughs> we can play again game night ended that's all i'm saying <laughs> So how was the support system after that? <laughs> we did some adult activities. <laughs> Fair enough. Arguments, same thing. Yeah. It's discussion, just and, at a higher volume. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Stakes a little higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that did happen, though. I had my little Leroy Jenkins moment where this actually happens often with T-Dog online. Like, we'll be planning yeah. for, for a game, and then... Next thing you know, T Dog's just running in. You're like, well, looks like we're just following him. Let's do right. this. And some of it, some of it, I've been part of those where we're we're in them conversations that you wanted to discuss today, and we're talking about health and we're talking about well being and things of that nature. And then you turn around, and you're like, where are you at? You're not by us. Yep. You know? <laughs> if if someone's not in the conversation, they're just still running around the world, like whatever. Right. Go ahead and have your heartwarming moment. <laughs> no, I, I just I I realize that that. You, you you pick your own support network. Like people in general pick who they go to for, with their problems, who that who that's going to support them and lift them up. And a lot of times people don't pick good people. Oh yeah, they that pick is true. people that do not have their best interests at heart, and they literally just want to take advantage of them, and they don't realize it, and they will never realize it. That's true. And I was talking with a friend um, in regards to this topic, trying to get some some background to me for me because mm-hmm. I tend to be that person that people turn to, to, to vent their problems to, or to vent concerns to. And I try, I'm no, no way an expert on any of this, but I can relate some kind of personal experience from it all. Right. Uh, I've, I've probably been in that situation of being broke and no money to do anything, or I've been in that situation of having some kind of crutch that I end up leaning on that is financially crippling as well as emotionally crippling mm-hmm. to some aspects. So I try to explain this in regards to my my experiences and what helped me overcome something. Um, but I was talking with this friend and, and she kept alluding to her family being that 
that support network. And oftentimes I think that's for both of us, that's who we end up going to is our family mm-hmm. um, for our support network. And ours just happens, yours and mine just happens to be available more on Xbox where we kind of interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and to your point about people are, people can be terrible to this. This friend alluded to the exact same thing and that's within her family. Mm-hmm. So I think we do, we do end up, trying to get that support from who we are comfortable with. And to just add one more thought there, it also depends on what support we're looking for too. True. If you want to do drugs, I'm not the person to support you with that. Yeah. Actually, that's a lie. I'd t- tell you, go do what you want and leave me alone. I'm not going to do it. Right. I don't, I'm not, I have no desire to do any drug until I'm 65 and then I will do them. <laughs> but it, it, just... Picking and choosing who you 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 re- rely on is super important, and a lot of times you won't know if they're worth relying on until the moment that you need them. That's true. And then you find out who your friends are. <laughs> Someone <laughs> will drop everything. Wow. Get there fast. Blah blah he blah. He doesn't blah. have any culture, but he knows a poor country song. That's a terrible country song. Country is actually music most people listen to before they kill themselves. Yep. Fun fact. It is true. Because it's super depressing. It is true. That's probably I. They also like emotional. It. They also find depressing. alcohol too. A depressant. Yes. What about you, Beeve? I know your family's super close. <laughs> yeah. Like there's like a billion of you in the, a square acre out here. <laughs> like you prop up like guppies, man. Like yeah. in a, a, a pond. Yeah, I didn't ever really think about it until like I got older and I started to realize it was like, man, the family kind of acts like a like a mob or a cartel or something. You can always say clan. Yeah. Because... <laughs> I mean, if you, that's with a C, if, not a K. If if you leave the family, you're ousted. <laughs> like my, uh, my, I might take back my previous statement. <laughs> my my grandmother and like my dad, they don't really like uh, recognize my mother. You know, like they'll talk about you know what it used to be and all that, but like. In their eyes, she like doesn't really exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, she was excommunicated. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. See, and I think at the same time with our family, it's I can talk crap about this family member all I want, but if you're outside of the family, don't bring that up. Yeah, you know, well, type thing. There's a couple of our family's exes that do not have a very good image in my to me. Like I hate them. Yeah, because of the way they treated my family members. And I would really just like to run them over. <laughs> no, I understand. Like they—they they were just garbage people, and uh, but that our, goes back to what you said. Yeah. yeah, people are garbage, and depending on your support network, you can have a terrible support group. It, yeah, I, I think that a couple of our our immediate family members have garbage support, and they're not ever gonna get out of it. And it it bothers it bothers a few people in our family. And, you know, I, you I just, bring up a very valid point and I wonder why that would be for somebody. How how could they not see where the good support is and the, the bad support? And I'm not saying in regards to what they want, because obviously they're going after what they want. Yeah, that's right? true. Even if it even if it's even if it is somebody who's abusive verbally, mentally, physically, uh, I, whatever. I prefer just the term garbage. OK, garbage. <laughs> yeah. Even if it is this garbage type person that's what they want to go to mm-hmm. but how do you how lead do they... somebody that wants they claim that they want help and they want to find 
that support to get them to a better spot. Remember the movie uh, Sound of Music? He was still talking. Oh. Uh, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) The the movie Sound of Music. (laughs) (laughs) The look on your face. You're like, I messed up. Anyways, yes. I remember the movie Sound of Music. Remember the beginning when the the sisters in the the nunnery or whatever it's called Mm -hmm. uh, are singing the song. About Maria. About Maria. What to do about Maria. How do you make a moon... How do you bend a moonbeam or something? Yeah, or... or how do you make a? I can't remember. It's just like how do you do something impossible? Yeah. Which, I I think there's a certain point where people have to want to change themselves. So you you can't make them change. <laughs> so a quick personal story um, for myself. I was probably ooh nine ten years old. I was very young. My mother was in a very very abusive relationship. Okay. And like her then husband put her in the hospital, um, multiple different fractures, skull fractures, pelvic fractures. He ended up like throwing her down the stairs a couple of times and then just keep repeatedly beating on her. And she had a family, a support family, and um, they cared about her, was friends that she met um, through uh, a domestic violence support group or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, They, they, helped her move away from this gentleman. Mm. But she missed something because she went back to him. Oh. And during this time I remember I remember going to court and I remember the ruling where I was not able to see my mother for a certain amount of time and all this good stuff until she got the help that she wanted. So out of all the people that could help her, it was actually our father, um her ex like I don't know, two previous marriages or something like that. Your mom married a lot of people. Yeah, I think I think her number was seven, I want to say. But really? anyways, oh. anyways <laughs> uh, dad ended up, dad and your mom actually, mm-hmm. ended up going to pick up my mother, who again was, uh, I don't know if she called for help. I don't know the whole story. Um, but she had bruises. Her eyes, her eyes were um, closed. Um, because this guy ended up hitting her so hard, she had a broken cheek, and they moved her counties away. Not just like down the street or around the corner or a city away, but counties away. And I and our my younger brother, LD, was able to go down and visit her because she was away from this gentleman. And that lasted less than three months. Because there was something there that then she went back. She called him down there for some reason. So that's what I kind of struggle with is what makes somebody realize that the support group that is trying to help you just isn't the right thing. They're not, you know. How do you get the person help that needs it, but they just don't seem like they want the help you're trying to give them? Yeah. That's that's why this is why it intrigues me of this conversation mm-hmm. that you wanted to bring up is the and and everybody's got an opinion, right? Mm-hmm. We can all look at a situation and we can say, hey, this is the right thing to do. But if you're not that person in that situation and you are unsure of what you want and you're not dead set, this is what I want. I want to get better. I want to improve. I want to change the environment that I'm at. 
If you're not, if you don't have that in your head, what help is there? Even if the support system around you is telling you everything and helping you and guiding you and, and working with you and moving you and providing for you of everything that you say you want, but you truly just don't want to make that change. None. Right. There is none. There's nothing you can do. It'll, no, you can do something. It's completely illegal. You chain them to a bed <laughs> and you don't allow them to leave. Right. Like, honestly, the, the, I think the majority of it is it's uh, income-based. What can you afford? What kind of lifestyle you're living? Even if they beat on you, you still have a certain lifestyle you can live when you're together instead of being apart. Oh, that's a good point. Even, I didn't think of that one. Even if you're a trash, garbage alcoholic, you still have money to buy your alcohol. You still can pay bills. Well, sure. Even at, that's all you do is drink. At that weight, er, uh, alcoholism, uh, sorry, alcoholism, drug addiction, anything like that, it's all that is is financial priorities. Mm -hmm. You're just moving that certain thing over another um, priority. But you still have some sort of income to support a lifestyle. And if, if you're a single mother, you don't have that same income. And it's hard, especially if you're a single mom. I totally understand why... Why women stick with abusers and stick around. It's because it, A, a there's support for them. They know there's support, but they don't know how to get it. And B, it's not easy. But the thing is, is it's not they, easy when they get that support. We've, we've provided that support. Mm -hmm. You and I have provided that support. They don't always take that support. It's not easy. It's hard. It's difficult. The easy way is to go back. That's the easy path. That's a good it, it's, human nature. Human you, nature is the easiest route. We literally have a spreadsheet in teams that's hard to access and we don't use it because right. we have to remember that we have to remember the topic or thing we want to talk about all day, get to our computer, log on, and then remember what we thought about because it's not convenient. It's hard to use. So we don't yeah, use it that much. I, I mean, I, I've always, I, I can't remember which boss said it, but at one time or another where I was working, my boss said, humans are like water. They take the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very good analysis. Most. <laughs> Most. Yeah. There's, of course, exceptions. <laughs> right. There's always exceptions to the rule, but you can't base it upon the exception. No. No. Which is unfortunate. No. <laughs> it, I, honestly, I, I think that the only way that anyone will leave a situation is the other situations either a clearly better or it's a danger to, to their health completely, like as in they're going to be murdered. They, but even then, people go back. I mean, there is such a thing as the Stockholm Syndrome. So people do get, like, through abuse maybe or something else, they get convinced that this is, is love is love, or right. some sick, perverse well, thing. You I, know? I do agree, and I, I, I have seen and I've, I've read a bunch of studies where human conditioning is a thing. Yep. I, I completely understand that. We were talked about this yeah, yesterday or the yeah, day before. Yeah. Literally, depending on your interaction when someone does something, you say, good job. Like if it's a child, you go, good job, good job. Whatever it is, doesn't matter what the action is. They're going to do that more. Whereas if you negatively react to it, they're going to not do that as much. 100%. It, it, you literally condition your children by the way you punish them, reward them, the way you interact with them every day conditions them to be a certain way. The smallest thing can change how a child thinks. And how do you think taking that to a support such as Xbox where somebody's complaining about maybe their health and how to improve that? How do you stay positive and allow that person to see that you're actually caring about that? Uh, the best way I found with a person who does not say I love you at all was I told him he was going to die if it didn't, sorry, language, didn't change. 
I said, you are going to die early if you do not change how you are eating and your habits and you'll not see your kids grow up. Right. Because I know his kids are important to him. Right. Which I felt like garbage for doing because I knew I was manipulating the hell out of him. But the reality is, is he needs something in order to want to better himself. And that's the other thing is, is if you don't have something that you're living for to do better and no one holds, holds you accountable, you're not going to do it. If there's no one to hold you accountable to what the thing you want and you can just be like slack off and never get it, but you slack off, it doesn't matter. Like, so I literally was like, you're going to die because you are unhealthy. You need to do something. And that was back in February. Right. And he's changed. Yeah. He's lost a lot of weight. He has stopped drinking pop. I'm, completely. I'm impressed on what how far he's came. Yeah. I mean, I, he's still really overweight and very unhealthy. And if he doesn't continue to keep going, he will die soon. I think... Sooner than he should. But it it's all depends on how much he can stay motivated and positive. And he... But he's also aware of his issues. That's another thing is a lot of people... See, and that's something that I wanted to bring up is these people that can actually admit to these issues because you get so many people... That was instilled, at least to me, if you have a problem, don't talk about it, hold it to yourself. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. You don't need to burden everybody else. That's how it was taught to me as I was a kid. Yeah. And I watched it taught to my brother and I watched it taught to you and I watched it taught be taught to our sisters. Mm -hmm. Like that's what was passed to us. And so to change that mindset, I know to change my mindset when I'm like, hey, I need some help. I, I have this occur. I'm not talking about, Hey, I need some help. Give me a screwdriver type help. I need like some serious life help. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the, the trust that I've built with my wife that she is that. And if she believes that I need more help, she's the one that goes out and helps me find that. Mm -hmm. So, and it's also, it's, it's how much help does the person actually want? Are they just venting? Is it that they really want opinions? Because I'm I'm over giving my opinions to people because no one cares. Like you give your opinion and unless it's what they want to hear, nine times yeah. out of 10, they just ignore it completely. It does not sink in. All it does is make them go ask somebody else and they ask somebody else, then ask somebody else, then ask somebody else until they hear <laughs> their opinion repeated back to them. Even if it's a hundred people and that hundred and one one says, you're right. They're going to go, mm, you're all wrong. Three because out of 45 one people says yes. say it's okay to get punched. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, that's success. Yeah. And- it, I don't know. It's it just there's so much that goes into to uh, helping people, and a lot of times I, I hate laws. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them with a burning passion. I think everyone should just be able to do what they want, and it's your choice. You live with your consequences. But I'll tell you right now, if I knew that I could make a law that said that this isn't allowed and everyone had to follow it, I probably would do it. Like without a doubt, I'd be like, okay, this is now what's going to happen because this is. Not okay. Right. But it doesn't work. Like murder is illegal. People still murder. Like you can't, you can't Most stop. Most people don't. I mean, the prison system says that a good chunk do. Most people don't. The majority, I mean, yes. But there's still those ones that will do what they again, want. you can't make. Just like druggies. Yeah, it's an exception. They're gonna find, it's they're an gonna, exception. They're going to find their drug. We, I think we've all been around somebody that thinks, oh, it's a law. Watch me break it. Yes. And at the same time, it's still – and to use your analogy with uh, what you said about weed, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what was it? Uh, you're dumb if you do weed or you're an idiot I believe what I said is I've never met 
everyone in my life who's done weed is an idiot or yeah, something along those loser, lines. Yeah, a loser, I thought. Loser was a loser. I'm pretty sure it was a loser. Whatever, they all fit. Something along that lines. And the same thing is is with laws. I mean, if you break them, you're you're the idiot. You knew what your consequence was. You knew what's coming up. Sometimes, some, I mean, I would agree the majority of the time because most laws are known. But I think it's a stat that the average citizen in America breaks two fel- oh, yeah. two felony laws a day. So now we're going way off the path. I know. In the I'm whole, just, I'm just the whole idea. The, the, no, the law well, gets... yeah, but the whole idea of being well informed is gone. Yeah, sure, you have access to it, but good luck reading that stuff. I agree oh, completely. Yeah. But that is still a support network as well. People rely on the government. That's true. That's, oh yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a big one. And at the same time, some people don't rely on the government, and they use that because that's all they have. Yep. And then they're trying to work off from that. And then you get the statistics skewed so much because you have them people that realize, I don't really have to work that hard if I'm still getting support. Mm-hmm. And you alluded to it earlier in the conversation that change is hard. It doesn't matter what kind of change you're doing. It is hard. It's hard to get out of your normal routine. It's hard to change something that you're used to for the past 10, 15, 20 years. It is difficult Mm -hmm. and some people they just like beef said they just don't want to they're they're water they're weak-willed like honestly a lot of people that know that know that that what they're doing is unhealthy for them are weak-willed and can't stop it like it's all about willpower at that point when you know it's not good for you and you need to stop and you don't you have weak will Hmm. like harsh words man but it's true yeah. Like when you know it's not good for you and you continue to do it, you call it addiction if you must, but it, you're, you have a weak willpower. I think anything's an addiction. Yeah, I well, think addiction is a lo- – at least this is, this is to me. Mm-hmm. Anything that is, becomes enjoyable to some degree that you want to go back to doing is going to be addictive state. And that could be as simple as reading – if somebody really enjoys reading and they like to get out of the environment that they're at and into their mental mind themselves, and they look forward to getting home and reading that book the next day and the next day and the next day, and they want yeah. to pick up a new one. I have that problem. That could be, <laughs> but that could be that could be considered addicting. And a sport, football, somebody likes to go out there and hit somebody else. They like that exhilarating rush of, hey, I'm bigger than you. And then they look forward to the next Friday and doing that, or excuse me, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, whatever day it is. Tom Brady is definitely addicted to football. 46 years old. That dude should not be playing. (laughs) I don't care how good you are. At a certain point, your body is going to get beat up bad. And he still comes out and says, watch this kid. Yeah. Like he is now playing. Think of this. He is now playing against people that were two years old when he won his first Super Bowl. But you know why Tom Brady is able to do that? Because he has an amazing support network and he really, really wants it. Yes. He has an indomitable willpower. Yeah. That man only does what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. Well, I shouldn't say only what he wants to do, but it's, it it is. Football is what he wants to do and he's going to do it. And you can try to tell him he shouldn't, but he wants it bad. Yep. He's been told, I mean, if you get a chance, um, I think we've had this discussion really quick. uh, uh, There's a show, Man in the Arena on Disney Plus. You Mm -hmm. get a chance, watch it. He states the fact that when he was recruited to Michigan, he was told over and over and over, you're never going to make it. You're never going to make it. You're never going to make it. I mean, if that's not a driving force for anything, I don't know what is, to to be honest. But I relate to that because I had – I had I – I speak like it's past tense. I still have osteogenesis, and 
I say the whole told, thing so that people know osteogenesis imperfecta. Yep. It is a condition where you're born with a lack of calcium, uh, def- a de- calcium deficiency that causes your bones to be at a brittle state. They break often. I'm, okay. I'm almost 40. <laughs> I've had 56, I think is what I'm at, is my count, 56 broken bones. Oh, now, really? Now, at the same time, I look at that, I'm a success story to this osteogenesis because one, I'm not in a wheelchair yet. And two, there's other people out there with a lot worse condition than I've had. Yeah, they need to suck it up. <laughs> but at the same time, I was told when I was younger, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. So I found out what I could do. And that was be smarter. I, I, I'm not, I will never be bigger than this person. I will never be faster than that person. I will never be stronger than this person or, or able to do the certain things, but I can be smarter than you and I will be, become smarter than you. (laughs) And that's what, I guess that's what drove me to, to where I'm at. And at the same time, if, if you like something like Tom Brady does with football and he's told that you're not going to make it. You're never going to be you know, in the NFL. You're never going to be a starter. You're never going to win a Super Bowl. And then he comes out to be the greatest person that ever plays the sport. Hands down. I, there's no argument for anybody else. No. Like, the, the guy it, shows it, well, his ring, and he's missing one. One. The thing that sealed it for me was when he switched teams. And, and then still one. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> all right, I'm a believer now. <laughs> yeah, one man comes in and is like, we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's a team effort. Yeah. But if you didn't have Tom Brady on there, yeah. I don't think you'd have made it. it. They didn't do it with Jameis Winston the year before. Now, I'll yeah. get, I, now, if you want to make him the goat, goat, hands down, never questioned, send him to the Lions. <laughs> yeah, or the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, didn't no, yeah, the Bengals were the ones who did good. Browns still suck. But yeah. yeah. Send him to one of those two teams. <laughs> he he gets the playoffs. I know, right? We're, we're just waiting for one playoff at the Lions fan. But, but uh Yeah, I I think but at the same time, going back to the Tom Brady thing on that uh T V show, he had a great support system with his, his wife. His his family. It started with his father and yep. his mother. And his sister, I believe, uh, started with them, and his dad pushed him. You can do anything you want to do. So he got into Michigan somehow. Huh. Um, he ended up. Uh, he, uh, I want to say it was California. Went to um, Michigan, did everything at Michigan, and opportunities came, and you take best advantage of it. But at the same time, he listened to that support system. He's got this trainer now that thinks in an ideology that is beyond everybody else's conceptual thoughts. He believes in spiritual and emotional and and physical coming to one point. And I like to call it hippie stuff. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> My wife likes to eat hippie stuff. He, 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 well, this guy connects all this stuff, and now Tom's like, well, I'm going to develop this I'm going to facility. So TB12 becomes a thing. And everybody was giving him crap about it. He talks about all this stuff in that that uh, Disney Plus thing. It's, it's actually, called Man in the Arena? Yeah, Man in the Arena. It's actually, oh. it was really good. You're speaking Beef's love language, man. He loves documentaries. No, he comes all the time. He's like, hey, you watch this documentary? No, Beef. <laughs> no, it's. I don't. It's actually, it's actually really good. But it, it, we just finished it up as a family. And. It falls back to that support system on on one, the people around you, and two, what you yourself believe that you can do. Mm-hmm. 
uh, same thing. I have OI, and I was told I couldn't, uh, I couldn't lift, I couldn't run, and I was like, yeah, I can. Right. Like well, I, I, I was like, I'm going to run fast, and I think I was talking with Beef this morning about it. The fastest I ever ran a mile was five minutes and forty eight seconds. Yeah, that's dumb fast. You know, no, that's actually only average. No, that's dumb fast. For, I, I can't do that. That's dumb fast. For, <laughs> I never did it either. <laughs> for for my size, so, it's pretty quick. But for the average runner, that's nothing. That's, so that's that's that's. But that's people. I'm average. And now we're going to loosely use this word called normal, right? <laughs> yeah. I I like to think I'm normal. You have these these people without these. Genetic, I would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you have these people without these genetic disadvantages provided to them, and. That's that's pretty damn good. That 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 same mindset and my everybody telling me you can't do it, you can't run, you can't jump, you can't do all this stuff is the exact same reason why I decided to go with you and sign up for that tough mutter thing. I was going to finish one, mm-hmm. at least one. I couldn't walk for two days after that, <laughs> but that didn't matter. I finished it and I have a headband that all them people that told me that I couldn't do something do not have. Didn't you wear a week at work? As I well? sure the hell did. <laughs> yeah. I did. I I even took a picture with uh when my son was born, I had the headband there because you can do absolutely anything you put your mind to if you have the right mindset and the people around you to that are willing to support that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love doing tough. Might we talk about that today too? Yeah. I I don't know if I could do one. I can't. I I honestly don't think I could do another one. I would be interested to try because I believe that a lot of people, let's go back to what we had the conversation to begin with, is that word fail, right? Mm -hmm. If you're conditioned to believe that fail means you can no longer achieve it, you're going to give up. If you're conditioned to believe that fail means you didn't try it, you didn't make it this time. Go ahead. You didn't make it this you're, time. You're bringing repressed memories of work into my head right now. I just want to <laughs> choke people. But that's what failure is. It, it, to me, failure is it's it's a it's an individual action at a certain time. It doesn't mean you need to give up and walk away. I failed at taking some certifications for my my place of employment. I passed at my degree. I tried again, and I passed them. It. It's not necessarily you need to give up if you fail and you can't achieve something. Change your change the mindset. It's just this this instance. I'm gonna be devil's advocate and say give up. You've tried enough. <laughs> weak willed. Yeah. Be weak willed. It's easier. It is. Water. It, uh, be I water. like this. I like this. Be water. Be water. Go I like the it. easiest path to success, not failure. So that's funny you say be water, because that was Bruce Lee, right? Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> I'm going to turn surprise, it. I'm gonna, surprise. I'm going to turn it on. I don't know head. a cultural reference. <laughs> but anyways, in Hong Kong, while uh, the region, while China was starting to take back over again, the uh, citizenry in Hong Kong that was trying to resist the Chinese takeover was using the motto, be water. You know, just go with the flow. N- well, not even that. Just <laughs> 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 more like just don't don't solidify in front of them because they'll just mow you down. No, no, they don't. <laughs> that Tiananmen Square dude's still kicking <laughs> yeah. underneath oh, those tank. Yeah, treads. that famous photo of the tank with the guy. They just stopped and shook hands. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's right. Like, I mean, that is a pretty powerful powerful picture. I mean, yes, if yes, you, it is. If it was around more context than. 
than a, a he literally a has rebellion. shopping bag mall like mall shopping bags yeah. and it's like no yeah but that's it in the context of our history books that what I was taught it was literally and I said the word literally I tried making it through the whole show without saying that <laughs> dang it <laughs> anyways it was if I remember correctly it was in the context of rebellion. Not necessarily the context of why this guy was trying to stop something. Mm -hmm. And if you look at that now from being older, that is a very, very powerful image in my opinion. Not powerful enough. You put yourself in that guy's shoes. Oh, yeah. He's probably regretting his choice. He's a martyr. I get He's a martyr. But for what? (laughs) Like, it's still everything that he tried. That's all the time. Stop. They stopped. For a moment. They did. For a blip in time, but it showed <laughs> it showed the true the true nature of what's driving everything behind it. But that's I mean, that's on a different. Think about it this time. way: that guy was Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> they told him that he couldn't be a superstar. That's true. He's laughing now. <laughs> right, that's very true. He definitely was like no. I, I'll give him credit. His the unfortunate. Was super strong. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, his body was not as strong the, as that tank. Because I guarantee you, the the next image is a splat in that road. Like the biggest unfortunate thing is, is I don't know his name. Right. Nobody does. No, that is that's oh. the tomb of the unknown soldier. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about soldiers? We walked through a cemetery the other day and looked at some of these graves. With of it was a veterans memorial. <laughs> Should have known that. But uh, definitely some eighteen year olds in there that died. And it's like, man. Yeah. Your bones are there, and you have no idea what the hell's going on. And I was yep. like, I'm glad I'm not you. That's mm. all I could think. I was like, well, I'll be in there eventually, and someone's going to be walking through and be like, hmm, who's this guy? No, no one's going to know. You have yeah. two generations. When you walk by a cemetery, just how many of them do you pass before you get to the one you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, and eventually that's... people stop looking for that stone, too. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how good your support network is. Right. <laughs> so... So with that, I just want <clears throat> to, excuse me, I just want to say that if uh, anybody does need help, there's options out there. There's things out there. There's video games out there. There's groups out there in the video game world. I suggest if you have anger issues, go do a martial art. I like, suggest if you have anger issues, just breathe. It, you breathe in martial arts, but I, I don't care who you are. It is really cathartic to throw a punch. Like if you never thrown a punch and you throw a good punch into a duffel bag, mm-hmm. well not a duffel bag but a, a, a the punching bag. Punching bag. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> wow, I'm tired. You're welcome. It feels really, really good. Like yeah, go does. find that thing that de-stresses you because you're gonna need it. And I believe if you have other issues, financial, mm-hmm. mental, emotional, whatever kind Abuse of Abuse the government. <laughs> Honestly, like it, it, as much as no, I hate it, don't go that. As far. much as I hate it, go use those programs. Go use them. The, go everybody, use them. Take advantage of them and use them. Everybody has state and federal supports, mm-hmm. um, whether it be gambling, whether it be domestic violence, whether it be trauma events, whether it be financial events, anything like that. And some of these, many of these, not some of these, many of these are actually free. Completely. Completely free. Um, and if they're not completely free, they're free for like thir- first three or six six consultations or something along that lines. Anybody's allowed to get the support. If you don't have that support around you, just don't give up. Keep going and you'll make it through. There's, don't be water. There's some really good apps out there now that are fairly cheap that you can do like a Dollars. subscription per month and you can talk to somebody through your phone mm-hmm. 
like FaceTiming them and get help. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Get I hope, that help. Uh, I hope everybody does get that help. And with that, I think we're going to sign off for the day. Bye-bye. Everybody enjoy.